0: Now, the next scene is really, really good, though. Uh, it's a quick cutaway to, to Faye, who's lying in, like, a hospital bed,
1: right? This, I need you to explain to me some of uh, some of Sweet. his dream. Sweet, we can do this. Yes. <laughs> so I want to look at all the, all the dialogue here
0: and kind of the imagery, too. So Faye is laying there in the bed. Some dialogue comes on the screen and says, our cursed existence bound to the earth. Then some more... O vessel for a new soul. Yes, what a Created said. to remove that yoke. Right? So, yes. referencing the nano. Now, we don't know whose te- voice this is. The nano, te- uh, what do they call it? Nano machine colony. Yeah. The little girl with the green hair. Yes. Then we cut. But to, we don't know whose
1: voice that was, right?
0: Um, I guess we don't. I would it's assume, in Faye's voice. I would assume it's It's Faye. likely his I would assume it's subconscious, Faye. right? Um, But we cut to a shot inside of that little corridor in the lab. Yes, in the lab. Ellie, or someone with orange hair, is laying in the spot with the blood. Yes. Yes. She's laying down there, injured on the spot.
1: But no one's been here for 4,000 years.
0: There are a bunch of guys with guns, like soldiers there. Yes. And... Faye in a lab coat is looking through the glass. And he's saying,
1: no, I won't let you have her, something like that? He says,
0: I just can't hand our child over to you.
1: I can't hand our child over to you. And the
0: nanomachine technology, nanomachine colony girl is in the tank behind him. The same girl? Yes. Faye in a lab coat looking through the glass. The nanomachine colony girl with the green hair is behind him in the tube there's a girl lying there in front of the glass, the door is closed, in the same spot where Ellie looked at all the blood on the floor. Yes. And there's a bunch of soldiers, and he's saying, I can't just hand our child over to you. Then there's a bunch of exclamation marks as the screen goes black. No, stop it. Right? Then you
1: have... (laughs) The laughing of the little boy. The little boy who...
0: With the hair in his eyes. Yes, who
1: we had identified was... The id of his the subconscious. The id of Faye's subconscious. And just kind of behind
0: him laughing, yep and, right? and, he, and then he just says, see ya, and it goes black. See ya.
1: Yeah. So that kid wasn't, obviously wasn't there in real life, but he that, that kid was not there in 4,000 years ago Faye's life. I don't think. That's not what we're seeing. What I thought we were initially seeing was oh, this guy has a dude behind him who is messing with him with 4,000 years ago Faye. But it was actually current day Faye's dream that the kid was talking to current day Faye when he was laughing. Yes. Yeah. I didn't see that at first. Yes. I saw that as he was behind. I thought that this kid's been tormenting Faye through the ages. For many, many thousands of years. Let me initially.
0: look at it real quick because it comes up here in just a second. But
1: he is looking at us, okay. talking to us in our dream. Yes. So there's Faye, the lab, modern lab, lab Faye. coat, Faye. Something happens there. Oh, it is lab coat, Faye. Yes, but 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 he's talking to us to current day Faye. Yes. Even though he's standing behind lab coat, Faye.
0: Yes. And, and do we do we have a guess as to
1: why yet? As to why he's looking at us. Well, why they would show lab
0: coat Fay, but he's still talking to modern day Faye.
1: Because no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't have a guess. It's just it was our we have memories from this person, but I still don't know exactly what's going on here. Okay. I don't even really so, have a guess. <laughs> okay.
0: So, anyways, little little kid comes in to take over, right? The id.
1: It could be that. But that this would be no, no, that doesn't really work. That it's the same ID over all the times that possesses different people, but they all look like Faye. They all seem to be Faye. Yeah. They all seem to be his ancestors or something like that. Anyways.
0: Okay. Yeah. Don't know what's going on there. So you're you're running after Bishop Stone. You're trying to catch up with him again. Saiten and Ellie and I had Billy with me, but you can have Bart too, I guess, or Rico or something.
1: I had Saiten, Ellie, and Billy.
0: So, um, yeah, we're chasing after him, and you get back up to the bridge again, that big bridge where you can see the city in the distance. And this is where you confront him, and then all of a sudden, because uh, Bishop Stone's like, oh, those elements, they're not nearly as good as people say, he couldn't even buy me time. But yeah. then the red haired warrior shows up again. And. And he reveals his name finally.
1: Yes, he says, my name is Id. His name is Id. And. When, when uh, Faye had the dream and it blacks out, it's like, okay, he's going into the mode. Id mode. Right, he's going into id mode. <laughs> I still don't get why no one recognizes him. No one knows who he is. Well, even, even, okay, Satan is always just playing dumb, whatever, but he will fight people who know him very well. Face to face, hand to hand combat. Yes. And they're like, who are you?
0: Well, I guess this would be the first time they're seeing him out of the gear. Because in all the previous times, he's been in the red gear when he fights you.
1: Yes, but it's Faye. Yeah,
0: but you can't see him. They cannot see him because he's inside of his gear. It's just a red gear that they're fighting.
1: I understand that for before. Why do they still not and, In this
0: scene, they do not not recognizing him.
1: Well, That's what I'm So
0: you to. brought this up last time, and I said, wait till you see his portrait. right? Because you were like, he I doesn't look like I saw his like portrait.
1: Him. He still doesn't look like Faye. I don't think he
0: looks like I Faye. I think he does. Okay, if you overlay his them. His face does. His face does, nothing
1: else. I didn't like do a Photoshop overlay and look at their comparison. I did not feel like Let's they resemble each other well. then then you have well.
0: your own answer. They don't recognize him because
1: he doesn't look like Faye. Yes, but he <laughs> is Faye, isn't he? So I'm confused. I don't get why Let's take a look when he becomes here. Faye, Faye literally changes form, right? Portrait of his <clears throat> face. Like, I do agree they look kind of similar but within anime, when the same artist draws different characters, they they all will look similar anyways. And so it's just not very clear to me. Well, this is is what I mean. They are the same people, but they don't look anything alike
0: to me. They have similarities enough to where if you look at them closely, oh, that's the same person's face. But they look different enough to where you wouldn't recognize that person immediately. So this is what I'm trying to say.
1: Or he, even his, after he fighting has, him face to he face. He
0: has facial features that do resemble Faze. So it's like, okay, I could see that. But if you don't know that and the red guy just shows up, you're not going to go, oh, that's Faze. No. So that's why they don't recognize him. Even fighting him face to face.
1: So it's a, it's, a, it's a drawn out <laughs> fight. I don't know. <laughs> I guess if Ramses didn't have
0: even Ramses. Miang,
1: with her, w- yeah, with he him, He didn't identify he wouldn't him at first know either. either.
0: He was, he's like, because he says he looks completely different earlier in the game, right? But then he's like, oh, which so one is he? Oh, he's in the black gear. I'm there.
1: guessing we'll find out why they look so different later on. Because they look, they should not. They're facial features or different at all.
0: Bear resemblances, like the 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 shape of the face, the proportions, and the like, the shape of the nose. Right. Yes. The eyebrows, uh, like the proportion between eyebrows to eyes to like, it's all correct for Faye. Um, Even like the hairline, a little bit. Like you can. Oh, he's got
1: like a widow's peak, something going on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I see. Like there,
0: it's it's there. Like the eye color, a little bit. I guess it's a little more gold in in form, but. Hmm. Anyways, his skin here is very pale white, and uh, obviously, right it's there but it's like it's not something you're just going to call out right away oh that looks exactly like Fey. so to me it makes sense that they don't recognize him immediately sure upon seeing
1: him so he's gonna have to tell them
0: uh, aside from satan <laughs> who probably
1: satan exactly probably knew who he was still fights him anyways which is strange because the id is incredibly Badful. violent I don't know, at this point, I don't know why id chooses to fight us instead of the bishop. So it seems as if the id agrees with Bishop Stone.
0: No, because he wants him to give back the nanomobish. He says that, time.
1: but then he fights us, not them. Well, I think... He says that. He's like, hey, she's important, give her back. But then let me, we let end me up fighting him real quick. and he's not that strong like he's strong but like well it's he's it's, not the one hit one punch knockout that he has been previously in other you know times where we've seen him fight this confuses me okay so he's I, like he he is he is so like it doesn't just show up whenever right it's got to be a really important reason and then he just bubbles to the top of faye's mind i guess and then takes over and goes to do something that he takes to be really important. He, he is here because of this girl. He completely ignores the girl once we talk to him at all. I think what you're saying
0: is correct. Yes. But you might just be looking more into it than you should because it's like they just wanted to have a boss fight here. I hate that <laughs> not answer. Because at the end of the scene, right, it's not like Bishop Stone ran away while they were fighting us. He's still standing there. Yes. And so Id is then, with he's, he's like held by um, Wiseman. Wiseman shows, shows up. up right? Yes. And then everybody can run away. So, But it's I don't think Id was like, oh, I'm ignoring Bishop Stone to fight you, and I'm going to let him right. get away. You're actually, I think you're what right. he's saying right. is, I'm just going to kill everybody.
1: You're right, because I remember that Bishop gets away, but it wasn't immediate. So it's yeah. almost as if this battle... It takes forever in the game because it's a game and it's an interpretation of something, but the reality is he showed up, kicked and our butts immediately, yes. and then turns to the yes. bishop, but then Wiseman but shows then up. But then Wiseman shows up. That, were this a movie, that's how it would have happened. Yes. But it, because it's an RPG and it's abstract, okay. <laughs> yes. Fair enough. I get I, you there. I, I, I think, get you
0: there. I think, anyways. I know go go what that. you're saying, I'll, go, I'll go with that. But, but it is definitely not um, He's ignoring He's just letting Stone her go. Or fighting on the side of Bishop Stone against us or anything okay. like that. He's just here to indiscriminately kill and take back the nanomachine colony. It's not like he thinks Bishop Stone's going to get away, even if he were to start running right now. Right. It's like, he can't get away from me because he's way powerful.
1: Now... I also don't understand why he didn't just kill us all in one second, but... I would assume it's because
0: Wiseman shows up. <laughs>
1: and Fair, helps yeah, us sure sure is, is essentially what's going on there. just oh, yeah. the way he just there it is i guess there he was in his gear that. when he fought ramses but that was just so,
0: too strong huh and so like he's in the middle of fighting us he's like whoa this guy's too powerful yeah this But guy's then too wiseman strong, huh? shows up and grabs him and everybody's still here you and he's like okay now's our chance stone says now's let's our chance. let's get back let's get yes. out of here so what might have been cool there? What might have been cool? Now that I'm thinking about mm-hmm. it, is if you had, almost like a three-way battle going on there, where you have Stone oh, and the dude. dudes on this side, you have F- uh, Faye or Id in the middle, and then you have our party over here, and so it'd be like Bishop and the, these guys would attack him, and then would turn been and cool. ba- 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 and like beat him up, and then we turn back around if we attacked and start attacking us. So it's like we're all attacking Id, and Id's fighting us all. That would have been that would Like that would have been a, probably yeah. a nice way to like get the. That the idea across the Bishop Stone isn't just sitting there. Doo, 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 I'll wait to escape until <laughs> after the battle's over. You know, yeah. That's more the way I guess I sort of see this in my head is it is there fighting everybody, okay. and then when Wiseman grabs him, then yeah. everyone has a chance to run away, including Bishop Stone and everybody who it would not have let go otherwise. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep,
1: it does. It does. Okay. I accept this. That's the way I,
0: I would read that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyways, Wiseman helps us escape. We run out. I, I guess the important things mm. to take out of that is Id says that the nanomachine girl belongs to him. Yes. Give it back to me. We've now clarified that Id is a form of Faye's subconscious that uh, uh, emerges and takes over. Yes, and right? Faye
1: also has some, some other part of him that is gone back thousands of years. Yes,
0: and and that was Faye involved in the lab coat was there with yes. the nanomachine girl and people were coming to take it away. Yeah. So Id <clears throat> is there to get the nanomachine girl back. This is just a way of us attaching, so attaching these memories that Faye is having of previous lives and of his current time with Id. They're one and the same person but like another part of his subconscious, which is why it's called id. It's an on-the-nose reference to Freud. Yes. Right? So we've finally made this connection. Faye is id, he is the Red Warrior. It's just his subconscious mind, the id part of his brain taking over, and it it manifests in this very violent and um, uh, almost like psychopathic personality. Right. uh, Secondary personality. Mm. That's what we get. That's what the scene is, se- is, is telling us. That's what we're supposed to get out of that. Everybody gets away because Wiseman helps. What were you going to say before I start on that?
1: Um, well, you were saying
0: maybe it's a good time to something?
1: Just a little, a little thing while you're in there, the 35 million hours as you're going around. Oh, you yeah. come to uh, the different points where it says, do you want to activate this thing? Last time it was activated was 35 million years ago, right? Yeah. And um, that does equate to four thousand years. Just just in case anybody didn't have a calculator around when they first played the game, that's where that comes from. We were kind of joking about it earlier, but thirty-five thousand hour, million hours is four thousand years. Yes. And so that's how we know that this all happened four thousand years ago. Yes.
0: Um, they're like on the deck of the Yggdrasil, I think. Yes. And, and it, they see and it goes, the fishbowl Whoa. ship flying away. And, and it goes away he, really quickly. He says some things. Oh, this
1: would be a good...
0: Yes, this is, the, it is. So right well, after they but, exit.
1: But before we leave, I, I just now saw it on your computer screen. There is Id. He, when Wiseman shows up, Id all of a sudden gets this pink glow around him that we have seen in uh, previous memories oh, of right. the past. The, uh, he did not have it yeah. when we fought him, but as soon as Wiseman shows up, Um, Id starts to glow pink. And my guess is that's when he becomes ultra powerful. Mm. Like more, like he's using a hidden secret energy that I think Graf uses something like it when he uses power when he abuses other people with power. There's a blue glow. (laughs) Yeah, there's like a different glow Uh, But we've seen that glow a few different places now, and I think we see the purpose for it now. It's like an extra power-up kind of thing. Yeah, because he
0: has to obviously fight Wiseman now. Yeah, who is much stronger. But you're right, yeah, that purple glow, or pink glow. Yeah, it was not there As he's holding him, it sort of, like, comes on, and that's when he breaks free of his grasp, right?
1: and he's like, you will do for today. Oh, no. Yep, and I wonder uh, if Wiseman lives or not. (laughs) We will find out later, I suppose. Uh,
0: we do see him in Shabbat. Did you did you see him? He's he's standing outside of uh, Queen Zephyr's chamber. He I don't
1: I don't recall that.
0: Yeah, Wiseman is standing outside of Queen Zephyr's like throne room in Shabbat.
1: Does he talk, or do we just go?
0: You can talk to him, and he's like, "Hey, you know, uh, I put in the word for you."
1: I think I was. I don't think I talked to him. I think I just went yeah, in, and then I was gonna both. talk to him afterwards, but I was done. He's he's standing out there. Okay, so, uh, very interesting. So he lives. So he does survive. Weissman does not die here. He does not die. Wow. He gets away. Okay, so
0: you, you leave the dig site, the Ethos dig site, this dungeon. You come mm-hmm. out, you're on the Yggdrasil's deck, and you're seeing the fishbowl ship fly away. And Saiten clarifies some things here. He says, I'm worried about what Bishop Stone mentioned. He said he needed her to free humanity from its Mm yoke. Perhaps some ancient information on human reconstruction is hidden inside of her body. Then he says, demi-humans such as Rico and Hammer were born Mm -hmm. from the results of messing around with DNA. That was done by ancient Solaris in hopes that would bring about the restoration of mankind. If Krellian is thinking of trying the same thing with improved nanotechnology, that would be frightening. So, 500 mm-hmm. years ago, Solaris was doing some kind of experimenting with DNA mm-hmm. to try to restore man, some, some form of restoration, of mankind. Sure. That resulted in the demi humans of Xenogears' world: the dolphin men
1: yes. and the rat
0: people, and the, <laughs> the, the Blancas of the world. Yes, Blanca.
1: <laughs> so, so. Um there is some state of mankind that is not the current mankind, right? Yes. And they're trying to reclaim Solaris, some former glory yes. that mankind used to have. There
0: is a, I what a that state like. of mankind that Solaris is after.
1: I understand the state. This seems like biology, though. This seems yes. like biological it's, 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 it's part
0: of an evolutionary DNA. biological process yeah. to reach a specific state of mankind. And they've been trying to get that If past failures resulted in demi-humans. Right. They're hoping that the nanotechnology from the Zebulun era will unlock the way to make this happen. Hmm. And all of this is in pursuit of the, restor- or the resurrection of God, the time of the gospel.
1: Sure. Within the gazelle or within Emperor Cain?
0: Well, Emperor Cain and the gazelle are kind of...
1: They're connected? They're, they, so they're are the gazelle the, trying to do th- what They're Cain part did. of
0: the same governmental body. Yeah. But now, obviously, there is some kind of rift between them. Okay. Right? Like their but goals this wouldn't
1: are, be the rift. They'd be agreeing, in agreement on this aspect, which is... The time of the gospel, resurrecting resurrect God.
0: Resurrect God. And the, the <coughs> pursuit of getting mankind to the right evolutionary state. To make that happen
1: and when they say mankind they're likely not referring to the lambs right they're probably referring to just themselves
0: well we'll see okay. but i would think it's all all uh, mankind
1: i would okay yeah so they do want to reunite with the lambs in a glorious I don't know, reunion of i don't i don't want to put that i don't want
0: to put it that way
1: i would guess the because lambs are their test people gosh, and once this, they once they figure it out so they use more. it on themselves <laughs> And then they just get rid of the lambs. It's like, we're done with you. There's so much more to it,
0: and we don't know it yet. Okay, that's cool. I can't, like, clarify. Cool, cool. But they want to evolute mankind to a certain place, and it's all part of the the time of the gospel resurrection of God plan. That's what it's all about. And they think the nanotechnology might give them the secret to figuring that out. Right, or uh, Saiten is worried that Corellian is going to do something with that that would be frightening.
1: So they call this uh, woman that was created, or girl, I guess she's like a kid, um, a colony. So the colony is the person, like she. She's made up as of a person. She's made up of a, is colony a colony of nanomachines, and like each of those nanomachines is like a different kind of thing that they can use. I'm just trying to figure out how a, how a person is a, is a colony, I guess. They just refer to his, her as a colony. As so if she's body, not a real person, she's body, just an information rece- receiver. The body
0: is a colony of nanomachines. The soul is, is something else. a single person. Okay, right. I mean, I guess you could think of it as like you have living cells all in your body. There's...
1: Sure, and they're um, single trillions cells,
0: yeah. of living organisms that make up you. Right, but you. But you're you are yeah. a single consciousness. Fair enough. It's just nano okay, okay. instead of. It seems like she
1: <laughs> was like a message, and she, they they don't even refer to as a person. You know, she's just a thing of information, and then there. As soon as they get her up in the thing, they can just dissolve her down into just basic material, and then work with that. You know.
0: Well, we'll see. We'll see exactly what they plan to do with her. But they get away with, with her,
1: right? Yeah.
0: Okay, so you go back to the hangar of the Yggdrasil, and here's the, the another proof of what we've already put together. Faye is standing there by the tall.
1: Yes, and the and like is like smoking. steaming. Yeah, and it's like it's not... It's steaming as if it was just you. Yes, yes.
0: Now, in the past, you had talked about where's this other red gear coming yes. from?
1: Right. Apparently, it is Veltal.
0: And, Miang
1: mentioned, mentioned, Veltal is w- awakening, awakening as well. Awakening. The gear is awakening itself. S- so,
0: Now, can I all the way back to old man Bao, yes, back in which, the cave in Ave, who said, who looked at the gear and said, this is the machine the that's going to that kill God, God, or whatever. Yes, yeah. So, there so is... So, the machine
1: is capable, just like Faye is capable of dyeing his hair red in a moment's <laughs> notice, and changing red, um, Vel'tol can turn red also and has some properties that make him unrecognizable, but it is still the same thing.
0: Yeah, think of it like a transformer. It has like another sure, mode. <laughs> it turns into its sure. red mode.
1: Have you ever seen those people who can like uh, mm. change clothes in like two seconds? Yeah. But the, they're like the, behind yep. a, yeah, oh, yep. those are great. Yeah. This, That's, like what that. Veltol like that. <laughs> That's what the Veltal <laughs> can do. That's what the
0: Veltal can do. Okay,
1: so anyways, they're like, Faye, you
0: can't fight in your state. And he's like, no, I have to. And
1: Oh, but they're asking him too. They're like, where have you been? And he's like, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know and what's like, going on. What are you doing? Thing. He's like, I don't know how I even got here. So,
0: uh, Saitan stays behind to kind of like take yeah. care of him while the other party goes to fight. Bishop Stone in his new form all of a sudden. Yes. So we, it took
1: me a minute to recognize him, but I saw is, his, his green thing, his coat that he was wearing, and we, I was like, this is him.
0: We talked a little bit last time about like passage of time, Mm -hmm. and like the abstraction of it, we don't know if like a lot of time has passed or not. They just were on the deck of the Yggdrasil and they watched that fishbowl thing fly away, and Bishop Stone was on board that vessel as it flew away. However much time it took for them to walk down into the hangar from there and talk to Faye, then to go back up and see oh, there's this gear who's, like, observing us. Huge gear. Bishop yeah. Stone is in that gear. Yeah. And we see him as basically Marvel's Red Skull He now. is
1: Red Skull. <laughs> I mistook him initially before I talked to you. Yeah. I, the whole time, I mistook him for one of the gazelle. He looks, because the gazelle look like Red Skull also. Yeah. Some of them. <laughs> and I mistook him. I thought, oh, my gosh, big reveal. Bishop Baron was one of the gazelles. Now, based on things that happen a little bit later, um, that can't technically, that cannot be true. Yes. But it does look similar enough to where I figured that that could have been the case. So, yeah. I mean, at at the low resolution of the PlayStation, (laughs) it's hard to tell that, oh, these people have red skin, whereas the other guy looks different.
0: Yeah, I I could see what you mean. Yeah. So, anyways, Bishop Stone looks freaking crazy now. And it's very sudden. It's like you don't even get a scene. It would have been maybe yeah. nice to have a scene where Bishop Stone goes up to Crowley and reports and gives the nanomachine colony yes. over. Well, and he's like, I will give you this new body to unlock your hidden yes. powers or something like that. So that we know this happened. It's just like all of a sudden we see Bishop Stone talking. There's no explanation made whatsoever. I know. It just looks like Red Skull This
1: now. game loves to do that, I've noticed. <laughs> Um, But it it also kind of gives you a little bit of a hint that Bishop Stone isn't really involved with the process of the girl. He was involved in getting the girl, and after that, after the girl has been gotten and put aboard that fishbowl ship, he is no longer, like, part of whatever's happening afterwards. Yeah. And... um, this is kind of a, a way to show that. As soon as that ship leaves, he's like already out of it. Like, who even knows what's going on with the girl? Yeah. He doesn't even, he may not even care. He did his job, right? So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter.
0: So then, as Bishop Stone is sort of like watching, observing the Yggdrasil, Graf shows up <laughs> for a essentially verbatim repeat of yeah. the do you want the power scene from Yeah. It's like almost exactly the same, except the the one difference is that um, Stone explains that Krellian gave him this yes. body yeah. and that he already has power because of it. Yeah. But then Graf basically says that's a fake power.
1: Yes, that's it. That's it. It's says, fake that's news. Fake
0: power. Fake. fake news. I thought I just I, that's exactly what I thought. I said, that's
1: fake power. Oh, that's fake power. You need the real thing. <laughs>
0: that's exactly what I thought. Um, Yes. So, Graf claims it's fake power, and that he can give him real power. And then he goes through the whole thing again. Whatever. Um, Then, uh, Billy and uh, your party comes out to, like, face off against uh, Stone. And now, this scene, I, I feel so conflicted about it. There's, like, parts of it, I think, are so, so well done and so good and so, I don't know, interesting. There are other parts of it that just really leave me scratching my head execution-wise. Uh, yeah, and part of it is the dialogue. Part of it is like Jesse saying stuff that just like feels like it. I don't know how to describe it. Well, let's take it line by line. I
1: guess he's trying to be uh, he's trying to be deep and poetic, but <laughs> it's it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> um, but there is some really
0: good stuff in the scene, and so like I don't know. I'm, I'm like totally like half and half on the scene. But what, what I really like about it is that Stone here is basically getting his revenge on Jesse and Billy in revealing who he really is and what his intentions really were the whole time. So I took down uh, the dialogue from, from Stone uh, who, whose real name is Stein. Jesse refers to him as Stein.
1: Y- yes, and um, the gazelle, I think, said something about, oh, Stein, Stein. Stein is Stein there. Stein is his actual name. Yeah.
0: His yeah. Solarian name or whatever. Um, <clears throat> his German says, name. He says, when I took you in four years ago, you know, he's saying this to Billy, that was proof of my old friendship with your father. In that hate-stained friendship with Josiah, we competed for command of Gebler. Josiah, like a beast, stole the Raquel I loved. So Jesse's wife, uh, Stein, Stone, loved her too, right? And threw away the command of the Gebler that I wanted so much. Yeah. Then yeah. disappeared from Solaris. So all Stein wanted was command of the Gebler. Jesse gets it. Uh, all he Jessie, wanted was, was Raquel's love. Jesse gets it. Yeah. He just throws away the Gebler command and takes off with this girl that he loved, this woman that he loved. So he has just so much hate in his heart for Josiah, right? Um, Then he disappeared from Solaris. He goes on to say, through Krellian's wisdom, so Krellian incited this, using the wells, I saved Raquel from misery. And that shows the scene again. Where she dies. Where she dies, and Bishop, Bishop Stone used those wells to kill Raquel because he mentioned something about um, he'd been tainted by or she had been tainted by Jesse and so like he was using this to like save her, mm. save her from uh, his influence and from you know misery or whatever um, and that uh, he took in Billy and and Primera basically um, all of this to get back at Jesse right. Um, but it was interesting that it was Krellian who incited that uh,
1: idea to use the wells to kill Raquel.
0: Those reapers yeah, that you've been... And then he's. this is where he reveals... We don't ability. know
1: much about Krellian. He's kind of been intro, introduced, but we don't know. Yeah,
0: we're still learning about him.
1: Yeah, I'm curious.
0: Uh, he goes on to say, Those reapers that you've been purging are really all people. They yeah. were chosen by the ethos and converted by Krellian. So Krellian is the one making wells out of people that the ethos chooses. Interesting so uh Billy's pissed you killed my mother you know like you son of a like I'm gonna get you mm-hmm. um, but he th- I think and I think that's where he basically tries to make him feel bad like you've been murdering people all this time by killing Wells kind of thing right yes um and this is where Jesse enters the scene so I really liked all that I really liked all that stuff with Bishop Stone revealing who he really was all the time it's really well done Jesse then shows up and says, no, you have nothing to regret. So he comes to stand by Billy and tell him, like, you have nothing to feel guilty about.
1: Right. Um, Says, you look into the eyes of the wells when you kill them and they're at peace in their last moments. They weren't happy in their current form. Yeah. They were
0: tortured and turned into this and the torment that they feel is awful. Yeah. You know, what you're doing was a good thing, killing these wells. Right. Um, Now... His plan here, because there's a barrier. The first part of the boss fight, you can't do any
1: damage yeah, to yeah. the boss.
0: And so it kind of cuts away from that. And we're having the scene here. But there's a barrier that prevents you from hurting. And so. my guess
1: is that was Graf's power, power he gave him. That it was he like, gave hey, him. no one can touch you.
0: Yeah. Um. So actually, now that I think about it, Vandercom had not exactly the same, but a similar mechanic in the boss fight where oh, so you, had might to, be his you had to break things. through a barrier. You had to do like nine attacks before you could break through Vandercom's barrier and actually do damage to him. So maybe okay. the power that Graf is oh, giving them, at mean. least within the combat, mean. has something to do with some kind of protection. A protection, Or, or yeah. something like that. Interesting. Um, so... Uh, Jesse's idea to break through this barrier is to use this... He, he transforms his gear, Jesse's gear, into like this giant gun. Yeah. And then he's going to... He's going to be launched himself as a bullet, as a projectile from Mm. the gun. It it shoots the pilot of the gear out into this massive magical explosion. This is what I was referring to earlier when I said we'll talk about ether a little bit later. Yes, this is where they start talking about ether. I
1: think Satan brings it up. He's like, maybe we can use our ether to channel our positive energy to break the shield. And it it seemed a little... um, (laughs) I, I, I don't wrote, know what's I the wrote word down
0: what he said and it's really it, it just made me laugh it's out a little cheesy it's it super seems cheesy. like they're going they're going so there he says you know? uh, or Jesse says use this Billy if you use this you can rip off the barrier and then Saitan says the, that is a bunt line it is an ether gun gear where the pilot rides directly in the bullet if we use that we can break through stones Negative hatred power.
1: Yes, his negative <laughs> hatred power with the power of friendship.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just, it's so <laughs> cheesy. Oh my goodness. Yeah, negative hatred, a, his negative hatred power. Much. The idea here is that <clears throat> people uh, can har- uh, harness ether. This is what makes it possible to use magic in the world of Xenogears. Yeah. So what I'm, what I'm taking from this is that by launching the pilot? It's like all the ether in the pilot yes. is used in some kind of explosion. It's the power
1: of yeah, the pilot. So yeah. it's it's the
0: ether potential inside of the pilot of the gear who is shot out that does this big explosion that will rip off the barrier. Billy, uh, Sytchon tries to tell Billy that this is what's going to happen, but oh no, the comms are down and he's not responding. He can't hear me. Right. So. Billy does it not knowing this is going to launch his father in a bullet to explode and take off the barrier. It's played out as if Jesse is self-sacrificing, yes, and Billy doesn't know that. So when Billy shoots it, then Saitan explains, "Oh no, it's too late. That's what this is. What this does." And Billy goes, "Oh my God, I just killed my dad. Like what the hell?"
1: Right. And and then and then we fight. Then you fight. And you kill Bishop Stone
0: and everyone's like, oh no, Jesse's gone, we're gonna do this little send off where I fire some bullets out over the ocean. Yes,
1: it's what he would have wanted. But Jesse just walks up and he's just fine. About 30 <laughs> seconds later, it took him about 30 seconds before he was just like,
0: um, surprise. I'm here still and, yeah. and the only explanation given which is not an explanation. It's just a total, like, gloss <laughs> it, over. It
1: goes over the purpose, the way the gun works. <laughs> as far as we can tell. I mean, I don't know.
0: He just says to Sighton... Because Sighton developed this Buntline technology, by uh, the way. Yeah. He's the one who, like, created it. Okay. So he he says to Sighton, you don't think... Wait, what does he say? Um, did I write it down? You don't think that I would just leave that junk how it was or something like that. He says something about... Um, I improved it, or something like that, right? Like so, basically, This is this is glossed over or explained in quotes, quote unquote, explained by Jesse. Improved on the technology so he wouldn't have to die. In the process.
1: Yeah. So that's great. So
0: it's a fake out death, and in the same scene, I don't know. It's this is the other element of the scene I, I didn't love. Um, it's it's cheesy. It's like. Not really that emotionally impactful, considering...
1: Not really. It could have been. And it, in some sense, for me, I was like, you know, this is this is Jesse's time. Yeah. You know, it's, it's time to go. <laughs> his son's awake. His son can yeah. carry on his work. We don't need him anymore. He's not important to the story. Yeah. And he can really show, you know, how important his kid is for him by doing this. Yes. I was, like, sold. Like, this is how it's got to be. This is how it's got to be. And then
0: they just whoop, yeah. no, no consequences, right?
1: And it could have had impact, it could have. It, uh, now, it just didn't.
0: Those are the elements of the scene I don't like, but there's yeah. so much of it that I do. Um, there's, there's some good dialogue when Jesse is, um, actually there's one other thing I don't like, but l- let's get to this first. Uh, Jesse says to Billy, as he's explaining to him, you know, what, what seems like a final words to his son situation, right? Uh, he's trying to encourage him, Because Bishop Stone has totally thrown his entire life upside down. Mm. And he's trying to say, like, no, um, you were helping those wells. You didn't do anything wrong. He says, uh, but faith and God aren't things which are given to you from others, right? They are things that you have to discover within yourself and by yourself. Things that cannot be put into words. Things that cannot be expressed. Isn't that what God is all about? Now, that is a very Gnostic outlook. Yeah. Because yeah. in Gnosticism, it was all about finding the revealed, secret, hidden truth inside right. of yourself, within you. Not a doctrine, not a dogma that a church creates, mm. and that is taught to you by the clergy. That they reject. But
1: it. it's something you discover. It's
0: something that you discover inside yourself. yourself. The secret truth can only be found inside of yourself, between yeah. you and a personal relationship with God. That was an entirely a Gnostic view on how you should sure. pursue spirituality. And that's totally embodied in what Jesse is saying here, which I thought yeah. was very interesting.
1: It's uh, similar to the general idea of you shall be as gods, right? Yeah. Given that the power of God resides within you. Yes. Somewhere, right? Yes. And you you find it, but it's, it's within you. And it seems like the, that's a, a theme that has been visited multiple times within this game. Yeah.
0: If there is no organization. There is no uh, clergy or, or no religious leader or, or, or organization or body who can give that to you. Yes. You can only find that with your own pursuit of knowledge and truth, and that comes with a personal connection to the Most High, a personal connection to God, right. and you, you, you should mistrust anyone telling you that they can give you that, because mm. that can't be found or that can't be given. You have to yes. find it inside yourself. That is a very Gnostic uh, perspective or philosophy. And so I thought it was interesting that Jesse is the one who gives that as Bishop Stone, who yeah. represents.
1: Well, Jesse okay. says multiple things, and Satan brings this up later on. Jesse says, oh, you're, um, what well, he says to Bishop Stone, he says, uh I'm gonna send you to hell and Ellie or not Ellie, um uh, the girl Raquel. Raquel won't, be, Raquel won't be there because you're going to hell and yeah. she's in heaven is the yeah. idea. Yeah. And you know, um and he references God in in a few other parts as well, but Satan brings it up. Like, wow, you don't you don't seem to be the kind of person who would, believe, would even yeah. believe in God, <laughs> yeah. let alone like the stuff you're saying back there. And in some ways he kind of laughs it off, like, yeah, I was just uh, it sounded cool, huh? Like kind of thing, you no. know, It just kind of plays it off. Like I was, that was just, I was just talking. Um, but it's interesting that uh, he does have like a lot of,
0: He's actually he a has some man.
1: sort of spirituality yeah. within himself that Billy could not see because yeah. Billy was so caught and up in the dogma in and ethos. in the, the doctrine of the, yeah. the specific, you know, yeah, r- religion that he was a part of. That he couldn't see anything about his father that was any way spiritual, which was true
0: of the uh, the, like the the Orthodox Church clergy and the Gnostics. It was the same oh yes that was way that they viewed the Gnostics. Yes, which is similar to how Billy viewed Jesse. The game.
1: Which is in part why it's so difficult to actually nail down what Gnostics believed. Yeah, there are a lot of different Gnostic texts, and they're all a little bit different from each yes. other because they didn't have that uniformity no. of thought. Right. They had a general philosophy, right. and then everyone else just kind of took that in different ways. They and all had their the own. Gnostics weren't very organized. Right. Also, probably why they more or less dis- <laughs> disappeared. But. Yeah. You know, the 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 philosophy is still uh, exists, you know. Yes. But the Gnostics aren't really a thing. So,
0: anymore. yeah, it's something that I found really interesting there. However, he then goes on to talk about, like, you know, Billy, you, you said that guns are just tools for killing or whatever like that. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Yeah. Which is, I think is really clumsy. Ted I'm
1: not, Nugent couldn't have said it better. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm really not yeah. sure what... And that's why I don't want to, like, hang on this too long. I'm not sure what the writers are trying to say with
1: this. Like, yeah, it wonder. just
0: it, it comes off as a very clumsy thing, other than at the baseline, he, like...
1: He's trying to make Billy feel better about what yes. he Yes. And I think that's more or less it.
0: But, I mean, I mean like, there's obviously a scale of destruct- destruction that comes with, like, greater and greater mm-hmm. killing technology. Yeah, nukes right?
1: don't kill people. People yes, kill people. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, sure. You, that doesn't but mean like, that
0: you don't try to reduce exactly. or, or, or like disarm yeah, yeah. Yeah. people from having the capability of, of killing people. Wiping out people on a people. scale like that, right? right, 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 right. A, a gun is much more effective at killing large amounts of people than a club or a knife <laughs> or, an, or something or like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, it, I felt it was clumsy. I, I guess I sort of understand mm. that, the, that uh, he's just trying to tell his son like, um, you can use your gun as a tool for good. For good, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but to use that particular phrase, I think is clumsy,
1: Yeah. personally.
0: And, and it, it doesn't really address what Billy's objection to guns was. Because Billy's objection to guns are guns are tools used to To kill kill. people. And he doesn't, like, contradict that. But you know what? Guns don't kill people. That's not what he's saying. He's saying that guns are a tool that allow you to kill a lot of people. And so we shouldn't use them.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. But um, what's his name? Jesse's just trying to work with what he's got. And the the advice Jesse gives to Billy is, I find it very realistic, even including that particular line, because... um, That is kind of how jesse talks he uses weird analogies he he's often drunk he doesn't really say things that the words he say are less important than the feeling but with which he is trying to convey those words and and at the very least he's trying to be a good dad to his son and his words um betray him but (laughs) his feelings are you can you can you can see them kind of shine forth in a way that you couldn't before. There were several times in the past where the scenes that we'd seen with him and Billy where he was just like, just saying dumb nonsensical stuff. Mm -hmm. It reminds me a little bit of like um, Final Fantasy VIII, um, who is the alter ego of the main character, uh, but from the past, from like 20 years ago. The game should have been about him. Oh, oh. um. I can't remember his name. Laguna? Laguna and it was an L <laughs> but I was thinking Leo uh, Laguna almost when Laguna has his little one-liners that are like yeah. that didn't land like that, yeah. that was wrong. Jesse kind of has the similar like brain function as Laguna. yeah <laughs> like it's to some degree and it doesn't work but the emotion's there and so it still feels. I good, think you know?
0: I think you're right. I think that you know perhaps you know looking a little too hard into the words it's, there's not really any intention other than to this is just the way that this character, as we've built yeah. him up, would go about
1: trying to make this point. Whether it makes sense or not, yeah.
0: Yeah, and that it's not like a, 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 the, the, the writer is not speaking through the character with any kind of theme or message in there. Yeah. It's just, that's, that's just people. how Jesse sees the world, mm. and he's just doing his best to comfort his son. Right. That's just fine
1: too. That's right? more or less it.
0: Um, but then he has another line, after saying, uh, I improved it, right? I improved the technology so that I wouldn't die. Uh, the, the the Yeah. That uses its pilot as a warhead. I figured out a way to not die. And but I still it. harness the power. And then yeah. he says, I ain't going to leave that stupid junk alone. I improved it. And then he says, ouchie, wow, wow. But I never want to do that again, <laughs> though. Please tell me what he says in Japanese, because that can't be right. We're going to have
1: to... Um... <laughs> Atsu, so that's good enough. So it's atsu. So uh, so Atsui <laughs> means hot, uh. and what he's saying here is tutu. And I don't know. It's weird in Japanese too. Let's just say that it's it's not auchi wow wow, but it's not a normal thing that anyone ever would say. The atsu. Would that be
0: more like um, if you put your hand? on like a stove
1: or something hot on accident go ay 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 something month. like that ah, i ay, would ay, say ay, that. that burned that hurt i would say that probably because um atsui means hot although that's more like weather hot
0: or even like if you touch like a mug that with like, like coffee in it and it's really hot and it burns like, your ow, you wow 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 wow
1: wow 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 wow
0: or or hot, hot 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 or something like that
1: see it's Ooh, atsui hot. is hot but atsu might be referring to something else. I don't really know. Hmm. Yeah, but it's enough to know what he says in Japanese, and it, it might actually be a little bit beyond my understanding of Japanese to know what, what Atsutsutsutsutsutsutsutsu means colloquially. That. Yeah, It could be a reference to Atsui, which means hot. It could be Ittai, I, I expected him to say Ittai, which means ouch, Yeah, something like that. He doesn't. He just says, Atsutututu. that could just be um, an, like an onomatopoeia or like an expression. Just a, ah, right? Yeah. Or he could have been actually saying something funny in Japanese, but I, it's a little bit beyond All my, I
0: know is my skill. I've never heard a person utter <laughs> in English the words "ouchie wow wow.
1: How often can never. you say that about this game where it's like, the localizers translated it to a thing that no human has ever said Ever in said
0: ever. In English. English, yeah. No one has ever said, ouchy, wow, wow. That ever. is so strange. That has strange. never
1: happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Say, yikes. Say, yes. ah, geez. Say, oh, that's hot, or anything. Or even, no, nah, that's weird. But ow, wow, 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 wow. Would make a little more sense. It'd still be weird, but it would make more sense than ouchy-wow-wow. wow wow
0: Which no one has ever said ever. No one's ever said that before.
1: Ta- ta- uh, say it in the comments if you've ever said ouchy-wow-wow. Particularly not I a, challenge you, you
0: did not. Particularly not an, an, a, a 30-something-year-old <laughs> gruff man. Maybe like a baby <laughs> said that by just completely... True. I don't know, like a toddler. Maybe, maybe. a toddler said that once. <laughs>
1: maybe, maybe once, maybe once. But come on, anyway. A hundred years ago. Really
0: weird translation. Yeah,
1: it's not that in Japanese, although atutututu might now, also be funny in Japanese.
0: So. Here's another great part of the scene, though. Primera, after Stone is killed, comes uh, up yes. and talks, and she calls yes. out to her father, Papa. She Which, speaks again.
1: were Jesse to have really died, we wouldn't have... Right,
0: him. this is why right. Jesse needs to survive in this scene. Because she gravitates toward her father and not to Billy. Yes. Now, there is one thing I wanna show you that I was blown (coughs) away by. I could not believe this. Um, The the subtext here is so amazing. If you go back to the scene at the orphanage where Stone arrives and all the kids run to Stone and they're like, oh, Uncle Stone's here, right? Mm. Um, Where did this happen? It happened here, I think. You see Primera has a very different reaction to Stone than the oh, kids. Oh, really? Oh, there's Primera up there, right? So Bishop yeah. Stone. Primera is with Billy there. Does she do something here? Does she go back inside? Well, she's she not greeting she him. She doesn't want to go out to see him. Oh, she, dot, 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 she dot, goes, dot, goes back and inside. She turns
1: her back and leaves. Goes back inside. See that? Okay, so all the kids ran up and were all stoked. All the
0: kids were stoked that Bishop yeah. Stone showed up. So, uh, Billy goes out there to greet him. And in the middle of talking, you just see a dot, dot, dot from Primera, and she turns around and she goes back in the house. She goes away from Bishop Stone. So Very she stopped, she stopped talking after this incident with their mother being killed by the Wells. Right, mm. That's when she stopped talking. Did she see she did knew she know? all along that Stone mm, was responsible. Really and this is right. why she stopped gravitating toward Billy, because Billy was becoming endeared to oh, Stone no and going off with Stone and becoming closer ah, with Stone. Yes. And she started to gravitate toward the father when he she came back. And so Billy was resentful, like, I'm the yes. one who's taking care yeah, of you. Yeah. Why didn't you call my name? Right,
1: Right. yeah, he brings that up um, again. Now,
0: I love in the scene that he's so happy that she's speaking Mm -hmm. again, That's really touching. Really nice, and you you kind of see him bow his head and it's like he's crying because Prim is talking again. I love that with Billy, but there's a natural other part of Mm -hmm. that when they're on the Yggdrasil later, where he's like, why won't she talk to me? You know, why is she only talking to you? You weren't even there. I'm the one who took care of her. And, right. and Saitan's like, calm down. I'm sure that It'll she'll come in time. call your name well, eventually. Well,
1: satan says something very interesting where he says, my own daughter doesn't say my name. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It, which you brought up last time, last. But had you not, <laughs> that would have been a, a, an interesting moment as well. It to was like, interesting oh, when you brought it up, but it's just like, forgetting now, that Midori doesn't talk. Now it either. happens. Yeah. And it's like, well, why does she talk to him?
0: But... Yeah, it's like really, really in the background there, but that detail yeah. shows that, that Prim stuff. was pretty much aware the whole time who Bishop Stone was, yeah. but could not express it, could not talk. Yeah. Now, this kind of throws off something about- I was gonna say,
1: why couldn't she talk then?
0: Because I made the, um, the point in one of the previous episodes that she seems to have some kind of telepathic ability,
1: Oh, sure, where she that's can convey... That's
0: what it seemed like to me, because she yeah. would come stand in front of people and dot, 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 and all of a sudden they would change their mind or how they were doing. Yeah. I felt like she was like communicating either telepathically or empathically. That may not actually be true, because why wouldn't she have empathically or telepathically oh, told someone about who Stone something is? Something else. So maybe that's not what it is. Maybe it's just she has a look on her face yeah. that is making the person reconsider. So... Because I looked at the wiki for Prim on mm. the, the, um, the Xenosaga. It doesn't really, mention that. It doesn't mention mm. that this telepathic ability that I was talking about. Um, so maybe that's not the case, but that's what it f- seemed like it was yeah. getting across. So any, in any case, she knew about Stone. Yep. She knew about Stone. And it, that detail was there the whole time, and I really, really like how they handled that and put that into the subtext. Really, really nice job. Yeah. Okay, now, Jesse starts explaining um, what he learned back in Solaris about what's called the, the M Project, or the Malak. Yes, the Malak. Malak yeah, so Malak is like an angel or a messenger or something. Okay, like cool. I suppose that's the word Malak, with M-A-L-A-K-H, right? Hmm. Uh, the M Plan is what they're calling it, um, which is being conducted by Krellian. Krellian is the one supervising this M plan, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, he wasn't the initial one, though. Well, wasn't somebody else in charge of it? Who so he's in of charge of it, but it? there's
0: a scientist. Yes, there's a scientist. A main scientist who's like running it, but like it's being supervised or overseen by Krellian.
1: Okay, right? that makes sense. But that scientist kind of yeah. So running it. the main <laughs>
0: scientist um, moved the true facts about it into a test gear. Then he let that test gear escape with his daughter so that the truth would, be, you know, would not be discovered. So we're going to learn more about this uh, once we ascend the Tower of Babel um, and, and meet Maria. But yeah, there was, there was this M plan, which I don't know how much detail we want to go into right now, but it had to do with the creation of very special gears. Yeah, um,
1: but we, we, I, there's still some questions about that from our gameplay about yeah. what exactly it is. Yeah. But there's like a big, like a really powerful gear. Yes. And it has some info on something. Like they're looking for it. Solaris right. is kind of looking for this.
0: Yeah. And so Jesse has also been searching for this girl in this gear, right, to like uncover more about the M plan. Um, but he figured out that they might be in Shavat now. And he's like, I, the, the, the trail runs cold there because I have no idea how to get into Shabbat or even yeah. contact them. Um, but luckily we rescued an we agent prisoner. of shabbat yes. who was at the yes. ethos headquarters so Faye comes walking in with this person yeah. and they go on to say oh that wouldn't happen to be maria right the name of that daughter of mm-hmm. the scientist he's like yeah that is the name okay well maria is in shabbat yes like perfect but, um but basically doesn't know how to contact shabbat either And in, right. in the place they're at they're like i i can't really like figure it out either. there, there is said to be that maybe there's some way of doing it at the top of the, t- uh, the Babel Tower. Of the Babel Tower, There might yeah. be some sort of um, way, or like a comm system or something up mm-hmm. there that might allow you to contact them. So that's probably your best bet, right, is to ascend the Babel Tower and see if you can find some way to call them or something mm-hmm. like that. So they decide that uh, they're gonna go to the Babel Tower next and uh, try to contact Shabbat. Um, then we get another scene from the Gazelle Ministry, um, and and like I was saying, I don't want to focus too much on these scenes because you can get really caught up in weeds when you yeah, we don't really them. know what they're talking about. We can't. Although although
1: yet. we did miss one line from like five Gazelle Ministry sessions <laughs> ago, that where at the very end of it, one of them says, "We are gods." Oh, do yeah. you remember that? We yeah. didn't we didn't mention that, but yeah. I feel like that's important. They see themselves as the new gods yeah. of, of, of at now, least of some sort. Here's,
0: here's another thing to keep in mind, though. Uh, pro- personal pronouns are tough in Japanese. Sometimes they is supposed to be we, and sometimes we is supposed it. to be it, and sometimes yes. it is supposed to be us. You're right. <laughs> and so and it,
1: it could just be that that would in Japanese say gods exist. But
0: So I was I, I was looking at some of the correctly a lines from this particular one yeah. and, and sometimes they'll say they when they mean we yes and things that like is that so so that that could is so I have the case. been wrong that's true that's before. True. so that's I don't want to look too much into that
1: yet okay, okay.
0: but um, the the parts from this Gazel ministry conversation I want to look at is uh, one of them says in any case the M project or is the M project proceeding as planned we need superior bodies and servants, they're speaking to Krellian. This is the first time we've seen Krellian interacting with
1: them. Yes, yeah, he's like so, presenting a plan in front of them. Yeah, him.
0: and so they're like, oh, how's the M project proceeding? Because he was the one overseeing that according yeah. to Jesse, right?
1: and Krellian, Krellian is, is not polite to them. No. He doesn't seem to respect them, and he doesn't think that they have good intentions. Yeah, so they're saying,
0: and he'll in, tell them to their face. He's asking them about the, or they are asking him about the M project, and they're asking him, it's proceeding as plan. We need, superior bodies, Mm -hmm. right? They're inside of this like little computer sphere. It's like their consciousness is inside of this computer. Yes, that's kind of
1: explained in this, yeah.
0: And so they said, we've spent far too much time here. We can't afford to mistake the ultimate destination of this new civilization. So they seem to be eager.
1: Oh, I get it now. I get it. (laughs) I get it. It's for them. They seem to be eager
0: to get the out the new human bodies into a body so, so right?
1: they uploaded their consciousness to a computer
0: not only them forever alien seemed to be the one because he t- he fires this back at them like yeah. i'm not here to answer to you if it wasn't for me like you wouldn't be in there
1: oh so that he that's what that's ha- how he has an upper hand on them
0: <laughs> that's right? crazy he's the yeah. one who sort of like he could pull the plug and them. those
1: people literally cease to exist yes
0: and That's so, crazy. so they, there's a power struggle there, and Krellian is the one who has the upper hand ultimately in this power that hierarchy.
1: Makes him above the gazelle.
0: Krellian is the one who's at the top.
1: Yeah, but the emperor does not seem to be connected to the gazelle in the same way. The emperor seems yeah. to be a separate person. He's a different. So person. I wonder what his relationship is with Krellian. Yes. And what both of their relationships are to graph. Yes. And how Myung fits in <laughs> with Ramses and how the whole situation. How it all comes I, I'm other. curious to see it, but I, it's starting to unfold a little. That's yeah. interesting.
0: But uh, this whole time, we've kind of <coughs> felt like the, the Gazelle or the Gazelle Ministry is kind of at the top. Yeah. But this kind of like adds another dimension. Krellian is yeah. even above them. And they seem to be working on the same thing, this M project and so the they resurrection of God. So they want these
1: perfect human bodies so that they can stop being computers and become people again. Yes. They can do stuff. That's instead what of they're just float in space. Correct. Okay.
0: So that's really the important context to pull from that scene. Um, and, but Karelian also accuses them of having betrayed their mother or their creator, right? Yep. Um, and they admit, yeah, that was foolish. So they're like, they are admitting yeah. they made a mistake uh, with that. And so yeah. he, he also seems to be one who stored their consciousness into this thing and has the real power there, right? Okay. That's great. So then you get into the Babel Tower itself. Now, this is an infamous um infamously difficult
1: uh dungeon for a lot of people. Platforming should <laughs> not have been allowed in this game. I love all the things that they did within the game, but when you can fall as far as they let you fall when you make certain mistakes swinging or whatever, mm-hmm. That is one of the most frustrating things. And it doesn't take that long to get back up, but it t- I fell probably a dozen times, and that was not very fun for me. Yeah. So,
0: but here's the thing. I think people remember it all being a lot worse than it is. Yeah. Um, like, even people in Discord when I was playing were like, yeah. oh, the, this part sucks so bad, or whatever. But it's like, okay. Here's a couple of things you probably don't remember, those of you who played it back then. You probably remember falling over and over again, yes. and like, this game's unplayable without uh, <laughs> PC save states or something, right? Like, I would yeah, never Yeah, it wasn't do quite that, that bad. There's only one room in which you can fall that far and have to redo platform media. It's yes. the very first room you enter, yes. and it's not even that long. You can yeah. scale it in probably about excluding the battles probably about like two or three minutes. It's yeah, very short. if you don't make mistakes. There is, uh, you, uh, you kind of jump up to this platform, there's a, a, a rope you swing on, mm. and then there's a crane that can fall. Yeah. You jump from there, but and then, then basically you a, ascend to there's the There's
1: another, aren't there two ropes? I there's a there's rope, but rope. it doesn't
0: swing. It's a rope that if you grab oh, onto see, it, they just auto climb it and to the next, it goes up. and then that area is done. There's no more falling anymore. Yeah. That whole section's over. That's nice, but you still
1: have to platform. Now, here's <laughs> it's the just other, not good in this game. Yeah,
0: the, the platform is not good. I'm not, I'm not discrediting that. No. But here's another element people probably don't remember, too. People probably remember, oh, I keep falling, and I have to fight the battles as I go back up again. Mm-hmm. Oh, I fall, I have to fight. Yes. There are no random encounters in this area. Hmm. They are fixed encounters.
1: So Oh, so once you go back there's up. There's a specific yes. tile
0: where you trip the tile and you fight the battle. Oh, but I then didn't... it's gone. Yeah, okay. So when you go back up again, you don't fight any more battles. Them again. So every time you fall down yeah, nice. and have to okay. get back up to where you fell, you will not fight any more battles again. I didn't
1: even notice that. <laughs> I, because I didn't know. That's interesting. That's very interesting. So I just they, thought I was getting
0: lucky. They took steps, the developers yeah. did, knowing that this would probably be very frustrating. Well, that was nice of them, Right? Yeah. If you kept falling, uh-huh. to at least you don't have to fight any encounters, right. you can get back up w- literally in seconds. So let's say the first rope swing part, you fall from there and you come over here, it would take you, I'm not exaggerating, at most 10 seconds to get back to that jump to try it again. Mm. That's how close it is to the spot where you f- fall. Like from where you start to that part, is like a 10-second doop-doop-doop-doop-doop platforming up to here. Mm. Oh, I fell. 10 seconds to get back there. No battles. Try it again. Oh, I fell. 10 seconds. You can try it again. It, I Now, as a kid, <laughs> I could understand playing it for the first time or something that, oh, man, I can't make this jump. These right. controls are bad. Yes. That's all true. I'm they not saying bad. this is actually good. Yes. I'm saying it's, <laughs> it's not, just not nearly as bad as, bad as, people, as remember people
1: remember it being. It. Okay, fair enough.
0: Um, and, and there are some like intentional design decisions made to make it less frustrating yeah. than it really could have been. It could have been really awful. Right. But it's not that bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, sure, Fair use enough. PC save states if you wanna do that to make it a little bit less frustrating. But I really like the Babel Tower as a dungeon. Um, there's, there's a lot of really cool shots. Um, I, I, I put spoiler warnings on our last conversation about Babel Tower now oh, i think because of it's pretty clear based on the going inside the technology of it. inside of it
1: the the caution signs like the yep. the that was computer yeah,
0: that terminals was and like chairs yes. that are yes. like in like uh i don't know how to, the like the oh, orientation right. it's like they're looking upwards right it's yes. like you would sit at this computer and that terminal computer is huge by the way that um, huge screens and
1: displays the computer that we came to um that was kind of Semicircular with the huge screens, and we're standing on it yes. to like type things. That, that's a big computer. That's for a giant a computer for giants. It yes. seems. <laughs> yes.
0: I really like the dungeon a lot. Uh, I think it's really cool. Like the not just the design of the thing. Like it's it's very like mysterious and interesting. And it's just yeah. like, Wow. Like look at this. This is cool. Yeah. But you're cool. riding it up to the top. Ramses encounters you about halfway up, and you have a battle with him. Um, and, and as you fight him off and as they're retreating, his ship gets attacked by Shavat. So Shavat's overhead and like that was fires great, down by the way. on the Gebler ship. Yes. And it's like, oh,
1: crap. I was not expecting what we do find in Shavat when we eventually get there. Yeah. Shavat seems incredibly powerful. Yes. Like way beyond possibly even Solaris. But powerful. at the
0: same time, not. Yes. Because they do mention well, that they're
1: Once <laughs> we get there... They basically are like so sad that they have literally no power at all and can't do anything. <laughs> and I'm like, you guys, this ma- that that does not make sense. I'm sorry. You are incredibly powerful. They're afraid of you. They haven't touched you for however many hundred years. You've been there. It's like they're pro- and and you're afraid. It's, it just they seems have a little protection
0: backwards from Solaris, but they don't have the power to attack Solaris, I guess would be the way to put that. They don't have a way to like hurt solaris infiltrate solaris their gates keep them from each other okay fair enough Yeah, yeah but they can defend themselves from a solaris attack solaris can't get at them but they also can't get at solaris so you maybe you can call it a stalemate but solaris is developing
1: stuff and they aren't. They're that just they
0: morally are obligated not to pursue. So
1: at some point so, they're fighting a losing battle.
0: Like yes. they will lose eventually. It, that's kind of how I see that. Fair, right. yeah. So w- when they're saying we don't have any power, it's not like literally we have no capabilities of doing anything. It's we have no power over them. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Um, you make it up to the top of the Babel Tower. And uh, Maria comes out to attack you in the Siebsen gear. This is the prototype that was being built by her father, right? And I think that we're probably going to have to leave off here before we really get into Shabbat because there's just too much to talk about in Shabbat and we don't have that much time. I think that's good. we to get back to the train. I think that's good. Um, So we're probably going to leave off here. But uh, you fight Maria. um,
1: But she's just testing us. She's just testing your strength. (laughs) And then
0: Shabbat uh, comes and docks at the top of... uh, you are talking about the altitude that it flies at is the same. Yeah, as the it the seems tower. to be right there. Doc's there. They let you in, and uh, you get into Shabbat. There's a lot of stuff with, with uh, lore and things like that with the NPCs. Um, and just like a ton of stuff to talk about that uh, we'll have to save for another time because we're running low on time here today. Yeah. But was there any other notes that you took while I look up where we want to get to next time?
1: So what I have here is the Corellian can talk down to the Gazelle and the Gazelle are just memories stored on a hard drive. I love that because I'm actually very interested in the whole idea of uploading your consciousness. Not because I want to do it because I think it's a bad idea, but that other people want to do it. And I think that it's a bad idea for them to want <laughs> to do it. Um, and what does it mean? Are you still you once you've uploaded your consciousness? Yeah. All that kind of stuff. I love mm. those kind of general questions and stuff. Um I thought when they talked about the leader of a project who sent his daughter away, I thought it was going to be Ellie and her dad. But they dispelled that very quickly. Yeah. Um,
0: this is going to be a mess for Kacen to edit. I really apologize. It's This, sometimes we it's do the podcast and it just like flows and it just yes. like we're on point and the notes right. go well and like the <laughs> counterexamples like flow together. Sometimes... Things get brought up that like you go, oh, actually, I'm not sure about that. Let yes. me look that up. <laughs> or like, yeah, there's things you didn't anticipate coming up, and you go like, oh, wait, now I got to look up, and make sure that I'm being accurate. There's just so much to the game that like it's hard to keep it all straight. So, uh, hopefully, this turns out okay, <laughs> and and isn't like super too jumpy, um, disconnected, and the conversation is like, oh, like. Hopefully, Kason can edit this into something coherent. Is what I'm trying to say. Well, we'll
1: see. If it doesn't turn out that way, I apologize. This line but of yours will come at the end, so people will know whether it happened or not. <laughs> I will um, put
0: in the top pinned comment where to play up to for the next time, because I'm trying to, because we didn't get all the way through what I wanted to mm-hmm. in, in in this one. Not quite. So, um, so it may be less or more. I have to research into how exactly what much time it's going to take and how many things we'll have to like really dig into. That's
1: the, it's less about how long it takes and more about what the things are that we're going to talk
0: yeah, about. Yeah, that you have to talk about that you don't yeah. foresee being like big rabbit holes or something. Yeah. So I'll look into that and it'll be in the pinned comment. But thank you for watching. Um, we are on the back half of this and it's only going to get deeper and it's only going to get like harder to describe and explain. <laughs> So uh, we're doing our best here. We really okay. are, but it's hard. It's a difficult game to wrap your head around. It's a difficult game to explain, and uh, hopefully, um, hopefully it's fun to watch. But we'll see you guys next week. Peace out.